Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Saleh has arrived. Uh, he's just making wudu, inshallah. So very soon he will be with you and you'll be able to listen directly uh, from someone who's from Palestine. Some, from someone who was born there, who lives there. And for those of you who've been and traveled, uh, brother, if you don't record, it's already on YouTube, so you can see it there, inshallah. So for those of you who've been there, you will know that when you arrive to Palestine, one of the first people that you see is Sheikh Saleh. And when you leave Palestine, one of the last people that you see is Sheikh Saleh. So Alhamdulillah, we are very lucky and fortunate that a time when due to COVID restrictions, uh, we can't travel to Palestine since May, they were going to open the airport, then they delayed it to July, then they delayed it to August. At the moment, we don't know exactly when. And those who had planned and scheduled to travel, have not been able to for a while. Alhamdulillah, in the midst of all of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent a part of Palestine to us here. And I think it's a very important time and a very relevant time to hear somebody from Palestine speaking. Because there was a time since Ramadan when everybody was talking about Palestine. Every masjid was talking about Palestine. In every house, there was a discussion on Palestine. Even the news and the media was talking about Palestine. And we were all excited. We were speaking about Aqsa, discussing Aqsa. However, as time has gone by, okay, the talks have gone less. The discussions have gone less. Media doesn't talk about it anymore. In our houses, in our homes, in our circles, the topic of Aqsa has vanished once again. So I think it's a very relevant time for us to get this reminder, not only by someone from here, but somebody from Palestine to remind us, somebody who sees the daily struggle, somebody who knows and understands how the people of the UK work and how easy it is for them to access there. And for somebody who's been there for many, many years, taking people around, I think it's an ideal time. Sheikh Saleh has been the manager of the, one of the main hotels where we've been staying for the last 12, 13 years. For 25 years, he's been managing. For the last 10 or 15 years, he's been taking people around Jerusalem and around the different areas, showing them the significant and the relevant places of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Masjid al-Aqsa was, is, and always will remain one of the most important aspects in the life of a Muslim. It's part of our aqidah. It's a verse of the Quran. Many ahadith of the Prophet discuss this. And it's the third most holiest site for every single Muslim. Masjid al-Haram, Masjid al-Nabawi, Masjid al-Aqsa. Alhamdulillah, we've been fortunate as a masjid and I praise the members of the masjid, the responsible brothers for allowing this platform to discuss Masjid al-Aqsa. Many masajid around the country don't allow talks on Palestine or Masjid al-Aqsa for whatever reason they may have. So Alhamdulillah, we are privileged to have this opportunity to openly discuss and remind each other about this obligation and re responsibility in regards to Masjid al-Aqsa. At this moment and time, it's the need of the hour. As long as Masjid al-Aqsa is under occupation, the whole Muslim world will remain under occupation. We find the famous quotation of Nuruddin Mahmoud Az-Zinki Rahmatullah Alayhi. He used to say, how can I smile whilst Masjid al-Aqsa is still under occupation? And he's referring to the Crusader occupation uh, for 88 years. Just now, recently, there was a woman in her pregnancy, 25-year-old woman, 25-year-old woman, her name is Anhar, and in her fourth month of pregnancy, she was imprisoned by the occupation. 
Even today, she's in occupation in the prison cell, handcuffed to her bed. Very soon, in the next day or two, she'll be giving a caesarean birth, handcuffed to a prison cell bed. Imagine how this difficulty is for those going through the occupation. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this gathering. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the words an inspiration for all of us to increase our love for Masjid al-Aqsa insha'Allah and hopefully to visit there again and again. Jazakumullahu khaira. Without any further ado, I call Sheikh Saleh to address the gathering. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Allah reward you, Sheikh Adam. Barakallah fi zakallahu khair. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, my brothers. I came back from all the way from the land of Anbiya alayhum salam. And Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Allah Azza wa Jal has been choosing me amongst the people within Palestine to be in this land for my fifth trip. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen and I've been here so far two weeks as I'm gonna be staying inshallah one more month I supposed to be leaving England in six day time but subhanallah our scholars and the people that they love Palestine they are pushing me to stay one more one and inshallah I accept this and I'm gonna be here inshallah one more month touring around of England speak about a masjid where been forgetting my many people subhanallah when it comes to the issue of aqsa and the land of palestine people they are not interested to hear and i notice one things of some of the masajid very hard to get to that masjid and speak about the land of masjid al-aqsa so when Sheikh Adam was contacting me, he was push very hard for me to come and speak. So Allah reward him for this. As our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, That whoever cannot thanks the people for the good deed that they do, he will not be able to thanks Allah Azza wa Jal. MashaAllah, Mufti Adam, Allah reward him. He is come so much time with group to Masjid Al-Aqsa. And though he stayed there for one week and he showed the people Aqsa and Aram Aqsa and more than, than all those things he act and subhanallah he have a group whatsapp with the ulama and I've been touring around and his name been mentioning many times that he shared things about Al-Aqsa and though he I've been receiving things from him while I'm in England and while I'm in Palestine information about Al-Aqsa and I'm from there I don't realize that these things happen and he's leaving in England. So may Allah Azza wa Jal reward him. May Allah Azza wa Jal accept all the work that him and all the ulama and all the scholars that he been doing for the land of Palestine. Because once again, the land of Palestine, it doesn't belong to the, um, it doesn't belong to the people of Palestine. In fact, the land of Palestine and Masjid Al-Aqsa belong to the entire Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So when it come, and somebody come to share with you, or somebody talking about Al-Aqsa, people, they should listen and they should take this to the mind and the heart that we should care about Masjid Al-Aqsa. Masjid Al-Aqsa in this moment of time need you to come and, and, and go there. 
need you to go and pray there. And I notice also one thing that when it comes to the issue of Aqsa, when they hear somebody coming from Aqsa, people thinking that we are here to collect some charity or we are here to collect some zakat or sadaqat. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, again and again, this is my first trip, my fifth trip. And the first talk I give, maybe 10 or 12 years ago, I remember and I will never forget this, was when Sheikh Adam was Imam in, in Quwwatul Islam Masjid in Preston. He called me and he goes, you need to talk about Al-Aqsa in my masjid. Was my first talk I give when I came to England 12 years ago or 10 years ago. I never come and get involved of any zakah or any sadaqah. Huh? In fact, I'm here to see all the brothers. As soon as I walk into the masjid, people, they come and they hug me. Oh, you remember Sheikh Saleh, I was with you 12 years ago. Oh, you remember I was with you 20 years ago. Oh, Sheikh Saleh, you remember this photo when we were in Khalil? So I come here to share the love of Masjid Al-Aqsa, where since this coronavirus start, Masjid Al-Aqsa and all the masajid in this world been closed. But Masjid Al-Aqsa raised and the people there, they rely in the people that coming and traveling to Masjid Al-Aqsa. So we are here, my brothers and the sisters, if they can hear us, we are here now to talk about the importance of Masjid Al-Aqsa, to go back to the history of Masjid Al-Aqsa as the land of Palestine and the land of Masjid Al-Aqsa and in every single stones inside of the old city and inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa, it have history by history by history. So we're going to be starting with the ayah in the Quran in Surah Al-Isra. بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله Allah Azza wa Jal, if we go and we explain this ayah, huh? Allah Azza wa Jal has been plus the area around the masjid. Allah Azza wa Jal plus the area around the masjid. Huh? I'm mentioning that the masjid itself, how lucky you go and you pray there. Huh? So Allah Azza wa Jal has been giving order for our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to travel from Makkatul Mukarrama to Aqsa, where that night we call it Laylat al-Isra'i wal-Mi'raj. I've been in every masjid, I've been explaining this, and I've been repeating this. People in the night of, 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 the night of Mi'raj, huh? they're making so much party, they go, today is Laylat al-Isra'i wal-Mi'raj. This is the night where Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he took place from Makkah to Mukarramah to Aqsa. Huh? But if you look at the, at the thing, where people, they're making so much party, if you ask them, you ever been there? He goes, no, we've been to Makkah to Mukarramah more than 15, 20 times. Aqsa not yet. So, if you, when we are mentioning Aqsa, there's so much history in Aqsa. Return back to this ayah, Allah Azza wa Jal has been connected Masjid Al-Haram with Masjid Al-Aqsa. In the night of Mi'raj, our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he traveled from Mecca towards Masjid Al-Aqsa. When he was traveling from Mecca to Aqsa, he came with something called Al-Buraq, referring to our ulama, something like a horse he was traveling with. And in that night, our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he saw Huh? Musa alayhi salam. As our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Ra'aytu akhi Musa fi qabrihi qa'iman yusalli inda al-katib al-ahma. Our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw huh? the qabr of Musa alayhi salam. As our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, how kama qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I saw my brother Musa, he was standing up in his qabr 
doing his salah. عند الكتيب الأحمى بيرود ماونتينز رفان تأور علماء between Jericho and Jordan. And by the way, بلاد الشام was one were Jordan, were Palestine, were Syrian, were Lebanon. Now, if you and me go back to that history and go to back to that moment of time, if I come to Mufti Adam and I say, Mufti Adam, listen here. I have the Imam Masjid Al-Aqsa. I will not go to Mecca or Medina, go so far. I'll go to Imam Masjid Al-Aqsa. He's coming today to your masjid. Do announcement that the Imam of the Masjid today, he's arriving to, 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 to the Masjid, to this Masjid to give lecture or to meet the brothers. How excited you will be. Huh? If I say the Imam of Mecca, Mahal Mu'aykli today, he's coming to your Masjid. How excited you will be. Huh? Or say Ali Al-Hudayfi from Medina al Munawwara. You will be very excited, huh? The Imam will prepare the masjid, he'll prepare everything, huh? I'm engineering now, I'm engineering now that in Masjid Al Aqsa, 125,000 Nabi, not people like me and you, huh? Having so much sense every day, 125,000 Nabi that they were waiting inside of small land, gathering, waiting for our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to arrive. How Aqsa war, how the people of Aqsa war, how the wall of Aqsa war, how the floor of Aqsa war, how everything in Palestine war, that our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam now, he's arriving, he's coming. Huh? As soon our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam land, all Anbiya Alayhim Salam, they were waiting for him. All Anbiya, we're talking about 125,000. I remember one of the year, and maybe Sheikh Adam were there, 750,000 people perform Salah in Aqsa, and Aqsa were path, that mean no space for people to pray inside. I'm talking about 750,000. I'm mentioning now 125,000. That means wherever you pray, wherever you stand and you do your sujood, it could be any Nabi or our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself. He stood and he did his salah. Now, our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he learned. He greeted the Sahaba of Allah in that moment of time. Then he went to the front and he read his salah as an imam with all the anbiya that you were behind him. Then our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he took his mi'raj from the dome of the rock, the golden dome, where we call it in Arabic, Qubbatul Sakhra, dome of the rock, till he reached Sidratul Muntaha. He reached the Sidratul Muntaha. He reached the higher point, huh? where he spoke with Allah Azza wa Jal without the hijab between him and Allah. We're not gonna go so more farther than this, huh? To talk if he saw Allah or not, this is not my job. But he reached Sidratul Muntaha, as our ulama did a mentioning, and it was a mentioning in many narration, he spoke with Allah Azza wa Jal without the hijab. I'm mentioning my brothers. Now in Masjid Al-Aqsa, all the Anbiya alayhi salam, they were gathering, huh? Then he reached Sidratul Muntaha, the Ard, Ard Palestine, huh? And Masjid Al-Aqsa, Ard Al-Anbiya, the land of Anbiya, alayhim afdul salatu wassalam. How, when you will be touring inside of Aqsa, you will go to Babu Rahma Qabristan, and there's two Sahaba up till today, the Kubur, we know where they are. And we're visiting, visiting all the time the Kubur. Shaddad ibn Aws and Ubadah ibn Samit radiyallahu anhu. How, when you go to Muhrab, Maryam alayhi salam, inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa, when we say to you, the dua is accepted, 
that reality, dua is accepted inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa. Maryam السلام, she used to live inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa. Imran السلام, he used to live in Masjid Al-Aqsa. Zakariya السلام, he used to live inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa. Huh? As we read the ayah all the time, كلما دخل زكريا عليها المحراب وجد عندها رزقا. كلما دخل زكريا عليها المحراب وجد عندها رزقا. قال يا مريم أن لك هذا قالت هو من عند الله يرزق من يشاء بغير حساب هنالك دعا زكريا ربه مريم عليها السلام she used to live inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa she used to volunteer inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa her house and her place was inside of Masjid Al-Aqsa so زكريا عليه السلام when he used to go past through her خلوة or her محراب or her place he used to see the fruit by her and season in the in, in the summer used to come to her in the winter and in the winter used to come to her in the summer so he stopped by her and he asked her ya maryam where that come to you she responded that come to me from allah he give the rizq to whoever he want without a hisab hunalika then zakariya alayhi salam in his mihrab da'a rabba he raised his hand and he goes ya allah ya allah now the malaika respond to him he want a child that the malaika respond to him and they tell him, Allah Azza wa Jal accepted your dua and he's giving you a son and you need to name him Yahya alayhi salam. This is the reality when there's somebody from Badli in England, he came in one year, three times to Masjid al-Aqsa. And I was wondering why he's coming and going, coming and going. In the third time when he came back, he ring me. He goes, Sheikh Saleh, listen here. Allah accepted my dua. I go, Subhanallah. What dua you been asking? He goes, I've been married for 25 years and I couldn't have kids. The last time I came to Aqsa and I was going to England, as soon as I land, my wife, she ring up and she goes, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, I'm bringing with 20. That the dua is accepted. Ardul Anbiya, my brother, the land of Anbiya. And when you come to talk about Al-Aqsa, people, they are not interested. When you come to talk about Al-Aqsa, people, they are not interested. How? When Allah Azza wa Jal is mentioning Aqsa in the Holy Quran, how when the Sahaba they were gathering with our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Al-Madina Al-Munawwara and they asked our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam O Messenger of Allah, O Prophet of Allah Aftina fi bayt al-Maqdis What a fatwa you can give us towards that place Our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told them Have the dome of the rock photo in the wall of the house and just keep looking at it This is reality my brothers Or send your donation there and just sit our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, or as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hi'tuhu, Hi'tuhu, Hi'tuhu. In many narrations, Hi'tuhu. What the meaning of Hi'tuhu? Go there and pray your salah there. Hi'tuhu, go there, travel there, and go and pray your salah there. And yet people, they have so much excuse, my brothers. This is the sad things. When it comes to talk about Al-Aqsa, people, they are not interested. When I'm talking about Al-Aqsa, I'm talking about the Masjid of Allah Azza wa Jal. Masjid is belong to the entire Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It doesn't belong to any groups or any this or any community or the Palestinian themselves. In fact, Aqsa belong to the entire Ummah. And I was giving speech in Bradford that day and I goes, all the ulama and all the scholars of this country, you need to stand one together and speak about Al-Aqsa because Aqsa is Aqeedah. Huh? Doesn't matter who you follow, doesn't matter who's your sheikh, doesn't matter who's your scholars. Aqsa is Aqeedah. Huh? That's why all the masajid, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, the opening and they are welcoming me to talk about Al-Aqsa because Al-Aqsa is Aqeedah, my brother. 
How? When all Anbiya alayhum salam you are gathering. How when Umar ibn al-Khattab 1450 years ago when he came to open Masjid al-Aqsa, he came and he entered from the main gate which is called Bab al-Amud, huh? or Bab Damascus. He entered and he was refused to pray in the church as a respect to the Christianity and then they built the masjid after he went and they called that masjid Al-Farooq Umar ibn al-Khattab. I'm mentioning right opposite to the church. There's a masjid called Al-Farooq Umar ibn al-Khattab. And we go and we visit it many times. And every time Sheikh Adam and all the scholars, they come, they go and they pray there. How? When Salahuddin al-Ayyubi came 912 years ago and he opened Bayt al-Maqdis, he have his khalwa and his khanka right by the Christian quarter called Al-Khanqa Al-Salahiyya and up till today it exists and we go and we visit it. Huh? History, my brothers. Palestine have so much history. You go and you visit the, the area of Khalil, the city of Khalil, where Nabi Ibrahim السلام, he used to live and where he passed away and where his cover is. How? When Nabi Musa السلام, when Malak Al-Maut came to him, Nabi Musa السلام, asked Allah for one wish. What was this wish? Huh? That my cover will be Marma Hajar min al Masjid al Aqsa. That my cover will be a stone away from Bayt al Maqdis. Yet, people, they have excused my brothers. I was traveling from Jordan when I came to England. And when I was traveling, I meet some of the scholars there from England. He goes, Saleh, been to you, we never saw you. Let's go and have some dinners and let's talk. We're missing you. So when I went and I started talking with them, those brothers, they've been maybe more than 20 times to Aqsa. He goes, listen here. There is any way, any way, we pay whatever. We want to go inside and pray one salah. They've been 20 times, not once, 20 times. He goes, we pay whatever, but we want to go and pray there. I goes, whatever you have, whatever passport you got, if you're not from Palestine, you not exist. You're not allowed to go. People, when we talk and we used to invite them to come to Aqsa, because they're going to hold us or they're going to keep us. But now you cannot visit Aqsa because Aqsa only open for the local people. Huh? And we don't know when Aqsa is going to be open again. So when you hear Aqsa open, travel and go there. Go and spend your money there. Because when you go there, my brothers, huh? Aqsa, as Sheikh Adam was saying, is based inside of the old city of Jerusalem. And all the market, all the restaurant, all the souvenir shop, all the juice place, everything based inside of the old city of Jerusalem. So when you go there and you buy from the restaurant, or you go and you buy from the souvenir shop, or you go to that boy, he's 10 years old making juice, right next to Masjid Al-Aqsa, or he making tea or coffee and you buy from him, you are supporting him. And every penny that you're spending there, you will get ajr for it. Because you're supporting the people to be where they are and not move. Huh? It's very important your visit to come to Masjid Al-Aqsa. Return back to my story with this Imam when I was with him in Jordan. He goes, I cannot go and pray one salah. I goes, no. So I was visiting Sheikh Adam for a quick visit when I came to England. And subhanAllah, Sheikh Adam I'm mentioning regarding Al-Karak. And Al-Karak is in Jordan. And after Fajr, if you go to one of the mountain and you look towards that place, you will see part of Dome of the Rock. So I was telling the people, whoever come to Jordan, go to Al-Karak and try to see part of the masjid. So click in my head this hadith of our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, there's a time 
there's a time gonna come to my ummah huh? to look at Masjid Al-Aqsa to stand in some huge place just to look at Masjid Al-Aqsa just to look at Masjid Al-Aqsa from very far away fitter for you than the whole world and what's on that whole world yes brother huh. so this is this is the reality this is what's going on in this moment this is my brother what's going on in Palestine so people they need to realize that Masjid Al-Aqsa huh? you should be responsible of Masjid Al-Aqsa you should travel to Masjid Al-Aqsa you should go and bring your family you should take your kids you should take your wife you should take your neighbor you should travel to Masjid Al-Aqsa all the time because we don't know when the Masjid is gonna be closed and when you're gonna be having another opportunity to go and visit the Masjid Again, my brothers, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Allah Azza wa Jal has been choosing to be amongst the people who live in Palestine. Again, I'm here with you today. I'm not a scholar or an imam or an alim, but Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Allah Azza wa Jal has been choosing to be amongst the people to do the khidma of the people coming from England to Masjid Al-Aqsa. I'm not here to marketing myself or marketing anything. In fact, I'm here just to tell you about Al-Aqsa and to make you travel to Al-Aqsa. Some people, they have many questions while I'm in, 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 within this land, when Aqsa will be open. <clears throat> Insha'Allah, we look in Sheikh Adam and many scholars and many tour operators, they've been calling me all the time, asking when Aqsa will be open. So when Aqsa will be open, Insha'Allah, if you will be contacting Mufti Adam or anyone, you will know when Aqsa will be open. Before you come to Aqsa, after this virus, Insha'Allah, Allah will take it away from us. Insha'Allah, it's gonna be few rules before you come. First rule where you're gonna be going on, inshallah, you're gonna be having your two vaccine before you travel to Palestine. Second thing is you need to have your test of corona that you don't have that virus before you get to the plane. And we hopefully, inshallah, looking forward that Aqsa will be open, inshallah, very soon. You have the opportunity to visit the masjid. You have the opportunity to come and visit the masjid. In fact, our brother and sister that they're leaving when in Palestine, they don't have this opportunity because the ID they have or the passport they got will not be allowed them to cross the border or the checkpoint and come and pray. Those brother and sister, they are allowed to come during the time of Ramadan and only those people, they are over 50 years old. But you need to know one thing, my brother, those people that are waiting from Ramadan till the second Ramadan, they leave the home at maybe one o'clock in the morning. At least when you land in Tel Aviv Airport, my brother, there is a chair and there is Wi-Fi. There's cold drink, you'll be relaxing. Those brothers, they go to the queue. They're waiting by queue whole night and whole morning till the afternoon in order for them to come and pray one salah. Allah Azza wa Jal has been making it easy for you with your British passport to travel there without no any issue. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, accept. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, accept all the work you do towards that place. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, free the land of Palestine. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, make you come once and twice and third and fourth and fifth, inshallah, to Masjid Al-Aqsa. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, protect the Imam of this Masjid and all our ulama and our scholars. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, protect the Imam and the people of Masjid Al-Aqsa. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, make my safar easy going back, inshallah, to that land so I can wait 
for all of you and come and do inshallah your khidmah. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, accept all our prayer, all our fast, and all our good a'mal that we do. Jazakumullah kul khair once again for listening to me. May Allah Azza wa Jal, inshallah, yubarik fikum. And inshallah, after salah prayer, I will be around Sheikh Adam, inshallah, if you want to come and greet me. Or if you have any question to ask, I'll be inshallah more than happy to answer any question you got. Jazakumullah kul khair. Wassalamu alaikum.